What is your favorite Janet Jackson song that you're looking forward to watching her perform on tour? Oh my gosh. Uh, four, three, two. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I know all of the moves. I got all of the songs. And literally, I love her song. Come give your love to me. That was a very first song. Okay. Love it. And all of the nasty freaky songs, Janet sings. We know she's a freak underneath. Them the ones I relate to the most. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post. A show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. This week's theme is Make History. It's the last week of Women's History Month, and I want to take this moment to honor the contributions of so many women in my life. My beloved late mother, Jeannie Cassandra Rose, Mary Bell Hicks, AKA Grammy, my angel on earth. We lost her at 103 years of age. My daughters, Mariah Christian, Gracie, doing very well. The sky's the limit for what they can achieve and their potential. Also, for their mom, Mari. As many of you know, I never met my biological father. And I have kids by a woman that I've never been married to. And here's what I'll say to you. In accepting happily the role of raising her son at the time, who was seven when I met him, Ladarius, now he's an entrepreneur in the crypto space, the NIL space, and runs a company called Zora. We found a way to co-parent through good days and through bad days. So I'll say to you, if you never met one of your parents and you can't make it right, try to make it right. If you're a parent that doesn't live with your kids for whatever reason, there's no substitute for a time. And make sure you honor the person, him or her, that's there with them 24 7, 365. They see the entire schedule. They see all of the tears and they understand the day to day. And I just wanted to acknowledge that because there are so many people out there that have the same situation as I do. And also, my previous guests like Maria Taylor, Monique, Cheryl Lee Ralph, and so many more have all expressed on this very show how hard it can be to navigate through the world as a black woman. I'm gonna keep the conversations going about this and not just this month, 24 7, 365. Like Kobe Bryant said, I'm a girl dad and it's important to me to celebrate these achievements and stories every day. My next guest this week is a trailblazer who earned her place in daytime TV through her humor, work ethic, and authenticity. Coming up, I talked to the Sherry Shepard about growing up on the south side of Chicago, the lessons she learned at the beginning of her career, 
and why it's so very important for her to spotlight other women in comedy on her daily hit talk show. Up next, Sherry Shepard. Let's go. My next guest got daytime on lock. Not only has she won an Emmy Award for being an amazing talk show host, she's also a comedian, actor, and best-selling author who brings her authentic and comedic perspective to daytime in her own, that's right, I said, her own nationally syndicated talk show, Sherry. Jalen, hey. What's happening? Oh, man. Everything I'm happy and grateful to say. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you taking the time. And oh. there's more, by the way. You've won an NAACP Image Award for Outstanding oh. Talk Series. You secured a second Image Award for the classic Two Funny Mamas podcast. <laughs> Featuring the lovely and talented Kim Whitley. So yes. you're busy, busy, busy. So I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. But, you know, busy is relative when you love what you do. Is it really work? Yes, absolutely. And as a fellow Midwesterner, I did a little research. Tell me about growing up in Chicago and how it shaped who you are today. Chicago. You know, it's funny when people say to me, oh, you so real. You you just you down to earth. I go, I'm from the shy. No so way. I think, you know, being from a from the Midwest is like we're just not the same way as and not down in anybody from Los mm -hmm. Angeles. Uh, but it's just it's different. It is really it, it has kept me humble from where I came up on the south side of Chicago and uh, that's where all my family is. And, you know, you got that family that tells you, you ain't all that. Stop <laughs> with all of that. So I go home quite frequently. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and I want to drill down a little more. Tell me about your actual childhood, like your elementary school, middle school. What was it like? Your neighborhood. I know to in order to get from point A to point B on the south side, you had to overcome a lot of landmines. Oh my gosh, taking a CTA everywhere. My goodness. <laughs> it's so funny growing up in Chicago. It just breeds like an independence. Uh, mm. My mother used to send us to the store, Jalen, when we would have blizzards. I was mm. five years old and my sister was three. My oh, mother would wow. give us a like a grocery list and $20 to go to Jewels mm. over in Chicago. And we would take the bus, the CTA, over to Jewels, do our shopping and come right back. We played out in the streets and we had to be home before the lights came <laughs> on. <laughs> we would be riding bikes on the block. I am I am very adept at riding a bike and having somebody ride on my handlebars. Oh, okay? wow. We did double dutch. We played hopscotch. We was mm -hmm. always at Evergreen Park. And there was mm -hmm. a, a little plaza called, we called it, it was Evergreen Plaza. We called it Everblack. And so we were always <laughs> at the mall. You know, it was just, we had a really, I had a really good time growing up, but you know, you had to get in your fights. Yeah. I don't like it, but I swear it was like you being in Chicago, mm -hmm. you had to do that. And yeah. my, my family was one, if they heard somebody was messing with Sherry, 
you had cousins, you had mm-hmm. sisters, you had uncles. Mm-hmm. The shepherds are known in Chicago. Shy town stand up. Absolutely. That's Don't mess it. with those shepherds. If you know, you know. I'm telling you, it's so many cousins. <laughs> I got hundreds of cousins who run Chicago. Yes, indeed. So what were some of the TV shows and who were some of the entertainers you grew up watching that made an impact on you growing up? Oh, wow. Good times. Mm-hmm. Easy credit, credit ripoff. Good times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shuffling and no surviving. No that doubt. was like the show Good Times. Um, What's Happening? Mm-hmm. We used to watch all the time. I remember Cooley High the was classic. like the movie, the mm-hmm. classic, you know. And so it was very important to my family that we got together. We would watch TV together. And I, you too young to remember this, but I remember when Disney would only show a movie once on a Sunday wow. and we got in front of the TV and we would watch, you know, like, uh, uh, what's that movie with the Cocker Spaniel? Uh, remember that <laughs> movie with the, the Cocker Spaniel? The, the daggone dog that was running around? I don't remember what the name of that movie was, but uh, we watch, <laughs> we watch, watch all the Disney movies, Cinderella. And, uh, but those are the movies, the, the TV shows that I remember. I love sitcoms. I just love them. The Dick Van Dyke show, anything that made me laugh, I loved. And also, it seems like TV has changed a lot. As you name some of those shows that I love <clears throat> as well, like Good Times and What's Happening and then the Jeffersons. Jeffersons like yeah. so many stories within stories, but got a chance to see Black people in particular yes. in different levels of our glory. Was that inspiring for you? It it really was, you know, because I got to see people who look like me, who went through the same problems that I did. I mean, my my the my friend in my head was, you know, was like Thelma from no Good doubt. Times and, and no you know, doubt. Bernadette Stannis. That was like the first sex symbol that I saw Agreed. was Bernadette Stannis. I used to say, oh, my gosh, she's so pretty. So representation does matter. These shows. And then as I got older, gosh, watching the Jamie Foxx show mm-hmm. and Martin. I never missed an episode of yeah. either of those shows. Classics. Living Color is another one. The, also, oh Change the Game, Chappelle Show. Talk about how comedy has continued to progress over the years. Oh, I think it's made such a great progression because the people that we grew up with now, they've gone on to different things. Jamie Foxx is now a movie star. You yeah. know, Martin is a movie star. So it has opened up the door for even more actors. I'm looking at shows like Harlem and I'm going, these are new faces that I have not seen before. You know, Run the World, these shows that are coming out. I'm looking at even more comics that didn't come from TV. They came from the internet. I'm looking at the B. Simones and the Just Hilariouses, you know, and, uh, you know, the King Schuler. So mm-hmm. it's so much comedy coming out. I think it's even more new faces. And I'm loving seeing everybody. So Absolutely. much room here. It's a lot of room here. Yes, it is. It is. And. Just imagine you landed your first acting gig in 1995. I did? Yes. <laughs> Tell me what, what it was that? like at the beginning of your career and what were the lessons you learned from that period of your life? You know what? I learned about the struggle because before I landed my first sitcom, and I think that was Cleckhorn with Garrett Morris from Saturday Night Live and Ellen Cleckhorn. Even before that, I started stand up comedy in like 89. 
Mm. And I just remember the struggle and going to comedy clubs and bombing and getting heckled. I remember Cat Williams had a room in Compton mm. and he would put me up and I'd be like, Cat, I'm scared. There's no such thing as being scared. You get up there and you do it. <laughs> and I remember doing those clubs and getting tough and getting better and getting confident. You know, boy, I used to get heckled. D.L. Hughley was like, get back up on that stage. So it mm -hmm. taught me. It taught me to have a thick skin. It taught me not to take anything personal. It taught me to be tough and persevere and just push through. 